Hey, I'm Kat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy. And you're listening to Scary, Scary Encounters, Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Chaos, a podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists as they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell. I am Luis. And I'm Joel from Twin Tribes. And you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good. Good, thank can, you. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, we can hear you pretty good. Yeah, you guys sound perfect. As cool. usual, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm Liz. I'm I'm not Liz. I'm Kat. Nice to meet you. (laughs) And and I'm Liz. All right. So let's get started. How are you guys doing? Good. Thank you. Yeah, we're doing pretty good here. Awesome. And um, how are you guys handling everything going on during this pandemic? Uh, Well, it's been, we've been just trying to keep busy, I guess, working on several remixes a couple that have already been uh released uh we i think the most recent one was for geometric vision right yes yes that was the most recent and yeah just 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 still uh, trying to stay productive yeah it's uh you know having to stay in and then social distancing you know that can cause you a little bit of anxiety but you get antsy sometimes but like Luis mentions, we just try to uh, fill all that up with, with work, basically. Yeah, that's definitely keeping us sane as well. We're trying to stay as productive as possible. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You mentioned anxiety. It also can cause some depression because a lot of people aren't used to just staying in, not seeing their friends, not seeing family, you know, not going to shows. And it can really take a toll on people. I'm glad We're glad you guys are doing okay. Yeah, definitely. We we can't wait till things start getting better and and we can start uh, hitting the road and playing some shows because I think that's that's something that that we miss so much. Yeah, we miss you guys too for sure. You guys are super badass live. Um, Liz <coughs> took me to see you guys for my first time with at um where was it again? It was at the Echo in LA. Oh yeah, for a was that a part time punk? Yes, exactly. Yes, part time punks. Yes, and I was like blown away. It was the dark wave music is more of Liz's genre, and I'm more into the punk scene. But she totally introduced me to new shit, and I you guys are my number one for sure. Wow, thank you very much. And just just out of curiosity, was that the part time punks um, with Clan of Thymox, or was that the one with Actors and Crew Life? It's the one with Actors. Yes. Nah. Uh, that, that was that was a fun, fun, night, <laughs> fun yeah. weekend. Yeah, it was. Uh, we actually celebrated by uh, going to that show for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that was a uh, yeah, that was a great way uh, to end my birthday weekend. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember just standing there in the crowd with like just in awe, like, and everybody's dancing, and I'm just staring, like, what the fuck? They're super <laughs> dope. I want to <laughs> dance, but I'm like in a trance right now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. dope. Yeah, I was actually think, I was actually thinking about how like 
uh, Luisa's guitar playing kind of reminds me like a darker version of Johnny Marr. Like you have those chords, yeah. but still kind of dark, you know, so a huge fan of Johnny and, you know, I think you do it pretty well. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely a huge inspiration for me. Uh, a lot of my, uh, I guess, guitar tones and then pedals and things that I have are, are because of the, the love for the Smith and Johnny Marr. So that's, that means a lot of very kind. Awesome. Yeah. He's definitely one of my, one of my favorite guitarists as well. He's taught me so many different chords that I had no idea I'd, I could learn how to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's pretty awesome. But Another um, thing I want to um, touch base on when Liz shows me different bands of this genre, I notice a lot of them have, you know, the vocals are very monotone. I want to compliment you two on your harmonizing. It's fucking phenomenal. And I think it's, it's so different from a lot of bands that I've been introduced to. And I just want to compliment you guys on that because it's, it's super badass. It sounds beautiful. Oh, thank you. That's, that's, really, that's really nice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we, uh, I know we, we experiment a lot when we're in the studio. Sometimes, you know, we'll think about things when we're actually doing some demos, but really the, the harmonies, um, we really work on those in the studio and uh, our producer slash recording engineer, uh, Alan Michael, he's just phenomenal also coming up with different, uh, you know, uh, harmonies that we weren't even thinking of uh, when we wrote the songs. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's really cool that, that you noticed that. Yeah, hell yeah. It, that's the first thing I noticed, honestly. And another band that she introduced me to that I really hope to see you guys live play live with is Second Still. I'm sure they're huge influences for you guys, right? Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty amazing. Uh, I think when we first started, like they were a big, uh, let's just, well, how can I put it? Like we were very inspired by them. And, and the same thing, you know, you always aim to get to a certain level. And um for us, Second Still was, was one of those where it'd be great to play with them. But, I don't know. Yeah, well, we actually met them uh, for the first time at a festival in San Antonio. I think that was probably 2018. That was a San La Muerte, if I'm not mistaken. We uh -huh. met them, and then we were also label mates with, with Manic Depression uh, Records from Friends. They released, I think, with our first album with them. We had released our first album at the time with them as well. So we met them there, and then we we I can't remember if we played at the same. You no, know, right? no, we didn't play with them, but we hung out with them uh, after the She Passed Away show that they played in Austin, and so I, uh, we got to hang out with them that and night. They, yeah, I think, that, and then I think I remember seeing uh, them at one of our shows in LA. But yeah, I, I, we would would definitely love to uh, play with them one day. Now, I'm not sure if they're still together. Um, if they are, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, oh my wow. God. That, you just broke my heart. I know. I'm, I'm a little shocked right now. <laughs> we looked at each other like, wait, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. 2020 just got worse for me. Yeah. Shit. No. You know what? Another band that I would love to see you guys perform with is uh, She Passed Away. I know you guys played in San Diego and, you know, we're out here in L.A. and it's like a two hour drive. and I'm just like, oh, man, I wish we could have gone. Like, it was but so if you, close. But if you do it again, we're going to be there regardless of the fucking drive. Cause... For sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those are really nice guys. Uh, also a huge inspiration from the, from the very beginning. 
we were lucky to play with them. And San Diego was our first announcement. Uh, I think that was Charlie and DJ FN1 uh, reached out to us, invited us to, uh, after that we wanted to play the show, and we were shocked. After um, that announcement, Michael from Part Time Punks saw us and said, "Hey, you guys should do LA too." And we were like, "What?" <laughs> and that's how those shows happened. We toured uh, behind those two shows. We met the guys from She Passed Away, and and they 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 liked our music. We were really honored. Um, and then from there, they invited us to play again with them in LA. Only it was that next December. We played with them in, in the summer, then in December we played with them at the 1720 Warehouse and again, it was a, a full a full house and it was, a, it was just an amazing night. Yeah, that sounds like a show you do not want to miss. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys already have a show booked for next December? Or? Yeah, that happened in Houston, Texas at Numbers Nightclub. I want to say that's the only date that they're going to play in Texas. I think that's what I saw them post as well. Um, okay. I think. Uh, don't quote me on that, even though I am on Rick. Uh, but yeah, we're excited for that. I mean, there's, we've got to have something to kind of be excited for in and, and this coming year. Since this one is really just um, blown up, right? So um, that's one of the things that we're really looking forward to is playing with them again. Yeah, of course. I'm actually, it's, it's really cool to see you guys still doing shows on social media. So like Instagram and, you know, live shows uh, kind of keep us sane. And <laughs> it just, it gives us something to look forward to while being stuck in our little cave. You know, it's always yeah. really nice to see. So thank you for doing that. Yes. No, yeah, for sure. I think it's uh, a little bit, it's definitely something that uh, helps. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do the live streams. That's what we do live chats and we'll, you know, post uh, pictures here and there, just kind of stay active because, like you mentioned, everybody's trying to uh, get some some time away from what's going on and, and hopefully we're able to provide for them. Yeah, you'd be surprised how much you're helping people out there right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see the comments. We don't think about it, but it's, it's really cool to, to see that. Definitely. Yeah, music really helps people like mentally and spiritually big time. Um, so let me see. So this is kind of like a generic question, but I'm we're super curious about it. What inspired your guys' band name? The band name that was back in I think that was 2017, uh, maybe the summer of 2017 when we started um, drafting up demos and, and thinking about band names because um, we had some material and we were really excited about about just uh, starting a band and. and when we were writing shadows, it was basically inspired by a bunch of different stories of, of like either an, an eighties movie, like the dark crystal or like, um, or the hunger or basically stories about the occult. And, and we were just playing with words. We had several options. And I think that we had heard about this cult called the 12 tribes. And I can't remember I think that Joel started playing with the other options that we had, and, and, and then we just ended up liking Twin Tribes. And it's kind of, I guess, um, a, a cool identity, and it looked aesthetically pleasing, and we just decided to, to roll with it. It doesn't really um, mean anything special, right? Or yeah. Specific. I, I think that uh, other than that, we had... Uh Cause I don't even think Shadows had a name. Did it have a name? Shadows, the song didn't yeah. have a name, and the album didn't have a name. Yeah. So, um, we, yeah, we were actually playing around with with band names before we actually named 
the single, right, that we were going to come out with. Um, and one of the finalists was Young Shadows. <laughs> Thinking back, kinda, I think we made the right choice. Um, but uh, Young Shadows is also a rapper. So we're like, okay, well, we can't use <laughs> I was going to say that sounds like a fucking cholo or something. Young Shadow, you know? <laughs> Little Shadow. Little Shadow. <laughs> it's pretty dope, though. That's That still sounds cool. But Twin Tribes is one or <laughs> exactly and, uh, and that's how that's how our song title seven has <laughs> <laughs> i i know the struggle <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so speaking about uh you know your song shadows right uh so your music video it portrays what seems to be a, a, like a black magic witchcraft or human sacrifice thing going on in the video to is, is that correct yeah i mean that's how we look so young. You know, we have to sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was our next question, I guess. Do either of you practice witchcraft or know someone who does? Or what inspired the video? I was actually going to say, like, oh, so how many virgins did you guys have to sacrifice in order to have such amazing chemistry To look on that stage? good. Yeah. To look that good. <laughs> never, never have too many virgins. <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> That's so funny because the song actually was, or at least the, the, the lyrics of the song were inspired by the movie The Hunger. And when when we contacted the director, John Giorgio, he actually gave us three options and like three scenarios. And he's like, look, I'm thinking about this, this, or this. And what we liked about that option that we chose is that he didn't really base off the song, the video, like on the exact lyrics. He decided to go his own way, his own thing. And he basically did everything for us. So if anybody did black magic that night, that was him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I can get behind that. It, it's John Giorgio's fault that there's black magic in the, in the video. But uh, he did. He, he was very instrumental in, uh, in kind of directing it and, and and getting that whole thing kind of set up. And um, some of those, uh, I guess, sigils or, or one of uh, the actresses did. Remember the sigil on the uh, on the book? She kind of carved it in. Right? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, we, I, I, we don't, I don't practice uh, black magic. Um, I know some people who, who might, but hopefully they're not practicing it on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know by now. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I think so. And same here. Like I think that for that video, we used like a collection of, of crystals that that they had and that I had, and and other than collecting stones and and being into astrology, no, no black magic. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's yeah. cool. Okay, so out of curiosity, did you guys happen to? maybe see anything after filming that video like mm. sometimes when you know even okay i can say i can watch a scary movie like a possession movie and then you know i feel like i can be sensitive to certain energies or and, your mind can play tricks or your on mind, you yeah sure. like yeah did you experience anything yeah. like that um like uh no I, I don't think i did i don't know i can't speak for lisa for me no i mean I always run when I turn off the lights and make sure I get into the really quick. But no, I don't think I saw anything. No. Uh, same here. I don't remember. And, and to be honest, um, sometimes I, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> so, 
I'm very bad, so I don't think that I saw anything <laughs> that night, at least. Hey, do you see those torches light up by themselves? That was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> or even hear shit. Like, my mind's always wondering. Like, when I was, um, what did I first, oh, when I first watched The Conjuring. Have you guys seen that, the first one? Yeah. You know when they when the, the little kid claps? Dude, I was I was hearing a fucking clap for like a week after I watched that. Nobody's clapping around me. You know, it's it's just my well, I hope. I hope it was just my mind, but I don't know. It's it's just crazy how our mind plays tricks on us sometimes. A, a story I haven't had a chance to share yet uh, on the air is Kat, remember when we were living with Sarah when she was our roommate? Mm-hmm. And this is right after someone very close to her passed away. Mm-hmm. And we were okay, so we were sleeping in our room and it was a master bedroom, so there's a restroom there, right? Oh, yeah. So, in the bathroom, in the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, there was a <laughs> excuse me, guys. So, we, you know, we do our makeup in there, and you know, so we have all of our makeup supplies in there and stuff like that. So, uh, one time during the night, all of a sudden, we hear what sounds like cat's makeup fall on the floor. No, no, no. It, we just heard a loud crash. And I was like, whatever, go back to bed, whatever. And it sounded Liz, like your makeup. And Liz was like, dude, I think that was your makeup. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I jumped out of bed, of course, because my makeup, you know, and, and I thought, fuck, it was probably my cat. And I go in there and nothing was on the floor. Nothing fell. Nothing fell in the drawers, nothing in the cabinets. And I was like, what the hell was that? Like, we both heard it. It was the loudest crash, like if a bunch of, you know, brushes and eyeliner and shit just fell to the floor. And I go, I go back into the room and I go, dude, nothing fell. We kind of just looked at each other like, the fuck? Okay. Fuck it. All right. All Let's right. Just, just go to bed. It. Just yep. go to bed. Yep. Was, it that, was it the same night where the table fell? Yes, that oh, was the same shit. night. Well. <laughs> yeah, just, just real quick. So we had um, like a, what are they? Uh, the table trays, you know, the folding table trays, TV dinner trays, whatever. It was, it was right next yeah. to the bed with a cup of water and our phones on it or whatever. And. In the middle of the night, after that scenario, this just completely folded back up and fell to the floor. The cup of water just flew. Our phones flew. We were like, what the hell? We thought it was my cat again, poor thing. And we looked at her. We were like, hey. And we looked at her, and she looked at us like, what, bitch? Like, she was asleep, you know? And it was just a trip because this particular table, you have to pick it up, fold it. Like, it takes a person to fold it back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that thing, yeah. just, that, that thing just closed up on its own and fell over and made a mess. And once again, we just pretended it didn't happen and we went to bed because it's crazy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy how that kind of stuff can happen sometimes. Do, do you guys believe in that kind of stuff, like paranormal or spiritual stuff? Or is it kind of like eh. or being in purgatory? Or purgatory? Yeah, yeah, someone in purgatory? Or what do you guys think? Yeah. About I do. I, I do believe in, in those things. But I've never actually seen something. I I have been like at my friend's house and where where everyone in his family has told me, you know, that, that things happen at his house and the 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 only thing that I remember that happened to me there is that someone someone like you know, screamed my name. We're in the second floor. And it got to the point where someone screamed my name. The TV turned off. We were both watching the TV. And I was like, whoa. I run down to see who was calling me. And no one was there. <laughs> and uh, then the TV turned off right when that happened. 
so that's like been like my you know my only experience or the one that I can you know actually talk about because other than that I've never actually seen anything but I do believe I do believe that that you know spirits and ghosts and stuff sometimes yeah sometimes dramatic will happen that it's it's just an energy that I feel it has to stay there you know like you go to certain places and you get goosebumps and you get um you know the hair stands on the back of your neck so I, I think I, I definitely believe in, in that stuff as well I've never actually felt it um myself and I'm kind of glad that I haven't in a way just because kind of a scaredy cat <laughs> but uh but yeah I think that those kinds of things will will stay in, in that area or or in certain possessions, right? You just feel it. Just like crystals kind of provide you that kind of healing or, or you feel better when they're in the room sometimes. Even, I feel it's the same. Even like protection, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, totally. Um, I feel like that door should not be open uh, unless it's meant to be open. Um, for me, I remember just being young and, you know, being a teen, be like, I want to see something. Like, <laughs> you know, why won't anything come to me? And then finally... Something shit. came to me. <laughs> shit went down. Yeah. Shit fucking Dude, went down. if you ask for it and you really, truly, like, put your heart into it, that shit will come to you. But I do believe yeah. that, you know, when it comes to protection and stuff like that, that's real, too. We have a friend who we just spoke to not long ago who um, his mother was a white witch growing up. And she actually put um, protection spells on him, his brother, his his whole family, the house, and and to uh-huh. this day, he's never seen anything, really, you know, and something that he did see was outside of his home, not inside. And I truly believe that it was outside because it wasn't allowed inside. There was a fucking like, you know, the protection spell was like hovering over the home, you know, in my I believe that I truly believe it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Luis, your your story was uh pretty crazy as well. I mean, I would freak the fuck out if Dude, that, that were to happen to me that gave me chills someone screamed your name you went downstairs and nobody was there no and then the tv shut oh, off the at the TV same time off? that's crazy yeah yeah that was that was kind of crazy I, I thought the same thing and and i wasn't alone so both of us were like the fuck just happened right <laughs> um that's even yeah. cooler actually because <laughs> at least you weren't there alone to experience it you know it's like how do you explain that to somebody when you're alone i mean you could tell the story but when you have somebody there with you to experience the same thing, I mean, for both people to be hallucinating and seeing something, yeah. it's like impossible. Unless you were both on the same shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's super dope. All right. So, um, question in the song portal to the void. One of your verses is show the cards as they reveal your secrets have become unsealed to the door. Are you referring to tarot cards or tarot card readings? Yeah. Yeah. We were referring to the tarot, tarot readings which um, every now and then, every now and then I like, I like to get read. No, yeah, I agree. I, I do too. Yeah, I, as long as you go to somebody who knows what they're doing and does it correctly and safely, I, I highly recommend them because, you know, they can help you. They can totally help well, you. What's your spirit guide, you know? Yeah, um, your spirit guide. Well, I go to a place out here in LA. It's called, well, Whittier. It's called Aura's World. I usually get a reading right before I get my chakras balanced. Mm-hmm. So that you yeah, that usually comes with the package, but it's, I mean, some people may see it as like a, like a negative thing. Yeah. Well, it, it could be, it, it really could be if, like I said, if you go to somebody who doesn't know 
what they're doing or does it in a a unsafe way because when you open that you're opening a door you know and whatever Mm -hmm. spirit comes out they're out if you don't do it correctly or don't I don't know they can stay out and they could be negative but so how was your how, how have your experiences been when getting your your cards read are they pretty accurate do you I don't usually have a pretty good experience from it. Yeah, the times, the times, and it's not, it's not been many, right? But the times that I've gotten readings, they've been like spot on, like spot on. Like from the very beginning, the first one that I had was, you know, I think I was debating um, with my with my job at the time, with my work, like trying trying to balance work with with a band, and like I had always been like my my biggest struggle and like when I saw in my first reading it basically talked about that you know and and sometimes you 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 pay attention to the cards you know you you, you'll get you'll get some answers and sometimes you decide to ignore them and and other things happen but but the readings that I've had have been have been very accurate we can all use that guidance you know from a higher power so especially like a guardian angel or you know, a spirit guide, yeah, spirit like you guide. said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. How about you, uh, Joel? Um, I have never had my, my cards read, actually. Um, I, my only real experience of that is when I was a very young kid, I would go to Mexico with my sister, and um, <laughs> she would get her cards read over there by, by uh, a lady who, uh, what was her name? Ramoncita, I think was her name, Ramoncita. <laughs> and so Ramoncita would read her cards and I'd just be there like hanging out like, ooh, look, pretty cards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know, like uh, for me, it's kind of like, it's it's a little scary. Like I, I kind of don't want to know, right? If something's going to happen in my life, it's, it's kind of going to happen. Um, even if it's a good thing, right? Like if, if something is going to happen, great, you know, I'll live my life and, and, and have it happen. Just uh, I've never really... Um, was too eager and, and kind of foreseeing or or foreshadowing. Yeah, no, there's definitely two types of people. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. I agree with both. You know, like I'm totally, I can totally understand why you would want to have your cards right and then why you wouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really dope that we're talking to those two types of people right now. You know? Yeah, it's variety. Yeah. 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 Different, <laughs> different opinions and stuff. So uh-huh. it's interesting for sure. Uh, being two Hispanics in the scene, have you guys ever felt discriminated against by promoters or venue owners or even record labels? No, you know, we've, we've never, well, we, at least with Twin Tribes and, and our experiences together, we I can think of, I don't think we've ever had any, any bad experiences other than, you know, driving on tour, you get to see some weird things on the road. And, you know, I think I remember seeing a, like an 18 wheeler with, you know, a bunch of like, I, I don't know. Oh, like, you remember that 18 wheeler that was so creepy? It seemed like we were like in like a weird horror movie. Um, I can't remember exactly um, what what they had written, but it, it seemed like, you know, it was, it was, it was like a racist. Like, kind of, yeah. Right? Like, you're going to burn or something. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like a, yeah, it was crazy. And, and it, it was, it was a semi, but obviously had nothing in it. I mean, maybe it had something in it that was probably not good, but yeah. I don't know yeah. if the company that, that he was working for 
would allow for for him to have the the, the trailer that way because it was like like decked out. It was decorated with like a bunch of weird messages. I don't know against a certain race or a certain uh, you know religion or sex. I can't remember. Yeah, but it seems super creepy. It was super fucking creepy. I remember that. I want to say that the guy who was uh, our our merch guy slash everything Swiss knife was with him. I think he might have recorded it, uh, but I don't know what it was. And you know we. Passed by little towns and and we've gotten you know just like a weird like a stink eye yeah but nothing from like promoters or other bands or anything like that. if anything it's it's kind of like a preventative thing for us is like you know it, it sucks but it's kind of like okay well we know we we're not we're not going to stop there right or we're not going to stop in this state let's get gas before we you know go through here so we don't have to stop anywhere right um. So it's mainly preventative when we're on the road. Um, and yeah, like we've, we've never experienced anything like that in, in the scene as far as promoters, venue owners, like our record or, or record labels. Um, if anything, they've been accepting of us. They've, mm-hmm. they've accepted us and, and, um, uh, very kind, very, very welcome. kind. Yeah. Very welcome. That's really, that's actually really nice to hear. It's it's kind of like a sad question to ask, but we had to ask mm-hmm. it because it's real shit, you know. Like us as two female Latinas in the industry, with the you know we're in the music and the art industry and the event production industry, we've definitely yeah. been discriminated. What state were you in when you saw that truck? If you don't mind me asking, uh, where were we, dude? I all I remember is that there was no buildings. It was just fucking road and like like hills. Um, mm. to be honest, yeah, I, I can't remember. Oh, we dude, like it almost seems like a was it on the way to California? Mm, no, I think it was on our way down and from tour, and we were driving from um Salt Lake City back home. I don't know if it, it was from like Salt Lake City down. Like we, we we passed by several states, but I don't know if it was that trip or it was another one. So I, it's I don't so feel. Foggy. Yeah, yeah, it's really foggy. It was, I think, in our first tour. I repressed it. damn that's that's really scary imagine if you like broke down and that truck stopped to help you oh shit (laughs) yeah no (laughs) it's fucking scary the the world we live in it's racism has been such a a huge deal for years but i feel like centuries centuries you know forever but i feel like nowadays racists aren't scared anymore to come out and be so open about it you know it's just scary it's fucking scary yeah Racism fanatics, like they're you know religious fanatics, they they get extreme with it. Yeah, that's you. I completely agree. It's it's honestly scary. You said religious. That's scary too. It really is, and not even just you know with Christianity or Catholics or any. It, uh, uh, when you're like a fanatic about your religion, it could get kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It could get kind of scary. It's kind of a negative thing to me. I don't know. You got to have balance, you know, in everything you do, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. You know, you, if you get obsessive over anything, it can be a bad thing. I mean, even uh, it could be music. Like, you get obsessive over it, like, it can take over your life, right? And uh, kind of be a detriment to other facets of, of what you do and who you are. Um, so, yeah, balance is key. Mm-hmm. The last question that we brought up was asking about promoters and record labels and stuff like that. We saw that you launched a label, uh, Besos de Muerte Records, uh, this year. Yeah. How has that been going for you? Uh, it's, it's so far going great. Uh, I've been lucky to work with a great partner in um, 
in Young and Cold Records from Germany. Um, you know, right now, uh, technically, I'm not uh, like a label that accepts artists and like, you know, produces their records, but I'm more of a distributor and I act as a distributor exclusively for Young and Cold. Um, but it's been a great partnership. You know, Marcel, just with Twin Tribes and, de- and having business with them and then dealing with them, they're great. So it's, it's been awesome. And, uh, you know, just recently uh, being able to work with She Passed Away and um, selling their, their the merch that they have here in the U.S., um, I mean, I, I, I'm ecstatic about it. I'm really excited for it. No, yeah, so are we. You guys are doing big things and it's really fun to watch Mm -hmm. thank you thank you yeah for sure um before we called you we kind of re-watched a bunch of your music videos it was actually really fun and um we watched the music video for the vessel and it seems that you are portraying yourself as a vessel to a higher power um am i mistaken or is that correct no 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 yeah when when we were writing the tracks for for the the album shadows one of the things that that I was just um, like just very curious about was mind control and and how how um, I, I think I was watching an episode on cults. I think that ancient aliens was had this like yeah. thing on cults, and I was just like really really amazed at how how some people can you know they they portray themselves as like you know a, um, a higher being or a vessel to a higher being and. And that's kind of like what the what the song is about. You know, it talks about someone that 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 has that ability. You know, to say either what what you want to say is either manipulation or or just you know talking about about all of all of the the cults that that we've seen or read about. That's kind of what was inspired in that song. I'm gonna ask it. Do you guys believe in aliens? Yes, I definitely do believe in aliens. This uh, this universe is way too big for there not to be another form of intelligent life out there. Right. My belief. Do you guys believe that they kind of look how Hollywood makes them look, you know, tall or <laughs> short with big eyes? Or do you, honestly, sometimes I feel like they can look just like us, you know, yeah. just to fucking psych us out. Like, let's look just like them, but fucking, you know, study them for years yeah. and befriend them and you know, like, I don't know. I just, I think too much maybe, but what do you guys think yeah. they look like? I I feel like what you said is spot on. I feel like they they probably have the ability of, of looking exactly like us, but I, I, I feel like there are also other types of aliens, like different races. Um, I don't know. I have some, some crazy wild theories that, that I can recommend, like from... Um, there's this one of the authors that, that comes out in, in Ancient Aliens. His his he is like very famous. Uh, his name is Robert von Daniken, and I think that he is yeah one of the one of the main writers. I can't remember the the name of the book at the moment, but all of his theories are basically talked about throughout the show, and I just think that they're really interesting. Can you tell us far- about them? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, sure. Like, well, there, there are like, he talks about pyramids on how, how they can be probably more than what we really think. They talk about unexplained structures that we probably don't even know how they were built to this day. And, and they all just related to, you know, probably, um, 
with the aid of like an extraterrestrial being, maybe. I think I saw the pyramid one where, you know, they didn't have the technology to uh, kind of put some of those big, I guess, things like monuments or, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as far as your, your, your Hollywood thing goes, though, they exaggerate. I think Hollywood is, is uh, that's what they do, right? They're, they're going to exaggerate and, and give us all these crazy ways of seeing aliens. Um, but that's, that's the, that's the creativity, right? It's, it's, yeah. And, and, and then the other thing that, you know, I, I think that there are some like movies that, you know, that Hollywood shows you that I think that are scary as hell because I, I do think that like like paranormal movies are scary but to me the alien related ones freak me out even more <laughs> because I feel like it's actually like if, if you know you bump into an alien it's, it's a person that's real that is, that's right in front of you you know it's not dead mm-hmm. and when you bump into something else you know yeah you can be fucking scared of getting you know a demon inside you and needing an exorcism or something but but I feel like you can probably lose your life or something worse can happen. So like, if you see like movies where you, they show you the, the grays, you know, like they portray them as the grays, like little people, really, you know, I think that that freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. I think that's, that's true. That's true. I mean, cause you don't know an alien is going to be, it could be somebody that looks just like us. Maybe they're still here. Right. It could, yeah, it could be a green guy with big black eyes. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I saw a movie and I just Googled it because I forgot um, what it was called. It was called uh, Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. And it may be about aliens. It may not be. But I do recommend that one because that one definitely freaked me out. Because that, I feel like, well, I'm not going to ruin it. But watch Enemy by Jake Gyllenhaal. That shit freaked me out. You know, it might be aliens. It might not be. But that's for, I guess, the viewer to decide. Um, but But, yeah. That's nice. interesting. I actually just wrote it down in my notes. We're going to watch that. And it's tonight. interesting that you just said it may or may not be. So in other words, they didn't really explain it and left it for us to like, you know, figure out ourselves. That's that's fucking scary. Honestly, <laughs> that's really yeah. cool. Um, have you guys seen the movie Dark Skies? Oh, my God. Thank God that you mentioned it because that movie is so scary. Dude. It's yeah. I had I had I had like a. Uh, like probably nightmares for a couple of days and I thought I don't know why I took it that bad. Wow. Yeah, we, we actually just watched it for the first time not long ago and we were like tripping out. We were like, oh my God, this is so good. And I and in the beginning of the movie I said, they better fucking show an alien because sometimes they don't. They just, you know, you have to like wonder what it looks like. And then Liz was like, it's probably going to be dumb. It's probably going to look dumb. And when I saw it, I was like, shit. No, my my comment was, God, I hope they don't make it look dumb. Because sometimes they have aliens that just don't scare you. But this time around, I remember, uh, well, spoiler spoiler alert for anyone that's listening that hasn't seen the movie. You might want to skip ahead like 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, So the part where the mom walks back into the room and you see the alien standing over the kid. It's not like super detailed, but it's in the shadow. That's all I needed. Dude, it was a silhouette. That is scarier than any type of detailed Hollywood alien. That shit's scary. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, 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 I think that it's very, um, I think it's very probable. So that's what, that's what it made me. That's what gets you. Yeah, got me scared the most. It's probable shit. Dude, what tripped us out was that they, well, another spoiler alert. They were coming for the older kid 
we thought the whole time, oh, they're going to take the little one. They're going to, and then when she finds the the drawings that the older one was drawing as a kid, and they never paid attention. It's just like, dude, if you're a parent, you need to pay attention to what your kid's drawing, what your kid's talking about, their imaginary friends, because you never know, you know. And always believe your partner. Oh yeah, because in most of the movies that we watch, the husband or the wife is like, no you're crazy so uh, then the other one's like you have to believe me <laughs> <laughs> so it's like hey if, if your girl or your man is telling you something like you know maybe keep an open mind just keep an open there mind yeah it's fucked up there. um so okay since we're on the same on the alien topic uh do you have you guys seen the fourth kind yeah i saw the fourth kind it also gave me nightmares <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it's like you're so more scared of uh, extraterrestrial shit than paranormal or possession yeah. or anything like that, huh? Damn, it just freaked me out how how the character, like I think the, the, the main girl in that movie, they make her look, you know, like like very, very thin and like, you know, just very like, you know, possessed. Like they got to the point where she, yeah, that's what freaked me out. Yeah. I think the only alien movie I've seen is E.T. So, um, <laughs> uh, alien friendly. <laughs> oh my god i love that <laughs> i but okay so i agree with lewis uh the fourth kind is probably the scariest alien movie for me really yeah because yeah the way they made her look and yeah you know it's in the middle of nowhere was it alaska yeah and it's based on true events yeah. based on true events you yeah. know what people have reported you see her and like her daughter vanished and you know just the fact that she was left in a wheelchair after like being abducted dude and how about the recordings of the voices remember that oh man i think one of them said that oh, yeah. they were the devil in it i don't remember something like that, that. actually something demonic. that's my next question so whenever i talk about aliens sometimes some people are like they're evil they're evil it says in the bible that you know the green men are evil or i, I don't know the exact scripture but do you guys believe that they're evil or do you think they're just curious about human you know human beings or what do you how do you what do you guys perceive of them Besides being scared and giving you nightmares, <laughs> I'm there with you though. I, I think that they're they're probably definitely different kinds. I think that there's probably the ones that you know are just curious and they're just trying to like not interfere or study. Then there's probably ones with like like a definitely like a different intention. You know, and I don't want to say evil, but like you know. Um, and then I think that there's probably like. If, you know, if, if all of those theories um, are, are true, uh, I think these theories are, like, back from, like, conspiracy theories back from, like, the 60s or 70s, where um, if anybody's interested in, like, this thing called Project Blue Book, you can definitely research it. And it talks about how, supposedly, back in the past, there was uh, a meeting between an extraterrestrial and, and one of the presidents. can't remember which one of the presidents was back at the time. And where there was a, an agreement in exchange for technology, um, they could, you know, just to use humans to study. And then there was a bunch of cases of abductions all, all across, you know, the, the states. And, you know, it's a thing that's definitely present. If you just look into it and you get into it, you start seeing the cases and they're there. But, you know, with, whether it's true or not, you know, that's you know, just supposedly it's a thing. And I actually have a copy of Project Blue Book that you can get it. And an online thing, but you know, who knows? Yeah, and I think if you really think about it, what is an alien? It's just somebody that isn't us, right? Somebody that's not from Earth. So, uh, but it could be 
good. It could be bad. It could be, uh, you know, thoughtful or curious. Um, that's the thing that's scary. Cause I mean, just humans in general, I mean, who's to say we're not the aliens to them and we're the ones that are scary and, and evil. You know what I mean? Excellent. So totally, I think it could go both ways there. So true. And just like humans, there's good and bad, you know, mm-hmm. there's different kinds of people. And I, I totally uh, agree with you guys. And I feel like there's more than one uh, species species. Or, yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm going to take it away a little bit from the whole alien topic. How did you guys meet? Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that happened to a mutual friend. We used to play in a, in a band together. I used to play the synth and, and Joel used to play bass and sang another band. We were in an indie band. And, um, I had already started making drafts for the what came to turn out as the Shadows album and demos and whatnot and i didn't feel comfortable doing the project by myself i I, you know i wanted someone on board and i thought about joel um and and then after we got together and he he loved the demos and then we just wrote a bunch of songs like for within the next month and it's what turned out to be an ep well we ended up just having like an album that's a pretty amazing it's a really really cool to hear how quickly you guys bonded and like that chemistry just you know exploded between you both i don't i think it was written, i think it was written in the stars i meant don't know you be. guys were meant to be the aliens wrote it in the stars for you guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny because we we had been playing in a band for years together and like well i was like but we um i don't know like i i started i started like getting into like wanting well i've always had a passion for like new wave and post punk, and I just finally like wanted to do it on my own. And when I started drafting with demos, and I invited Joel one because he's a great singer, and I knew that he can like help me out. And a lot of the harmonies that you guys hear are because of Joel, and of course he's also a, a great bass player. And, and then he immediately got into it, and, and yeah, we just we just figured out a way that that was very effective for us to to make music and how we wanted it to sound and once we found that formula it's just been very easy for us to work yeah you mentioned chemistry and i think that uh that's really all a lot of what that is like we we can kind of feel each other out and say you know what like let's stop working on this because i think we're we're getting frustrated or we won't push each other to um to the limits, let's just say, right? Um, we're, we're very comfortable in telling each other um, those kinds of things when it comes to music and writing and sending each other things. Like, it was it's so organic. And I never really thought about it that way, that we did kind of just start doing it, man, mm-hmm. right? It just started kind of clear. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. It, kinda, it seems that you guys have really, really um, loyal and supportive fans out there. What city do you guys feel the most love from? Is it probably your home, your hometowns maybe? No, definitely not the hometowns. No. <laughs> uh, we, we, we love, we love Brownsville and, and being from, from here, from the Valley in South Texas, but um, we, we probably don't have a, a, a huge following here. I think that everywhere we go, we, it's, it's just really great to see that the, the, the people that, started seeing us from the beginning still go to those shows and, and stop by and say hi and take a picture or handshake or a hug or whatever so it's, it's really cool 
um, to see that how how little by little you see the scene starts start getting bigger, the crowd starts getting bigger, and then that's that's always you know it, it, it always fills our hearts with love. But definitely, I think that LA is the city. Like LA, LA is just always great to us. It's very very kind. Yeah, and if we're talking numbers, like it's, it's yeah, on our Spotify, LA is one of the, the biggest ones um, that, that are listening to us, and also. Definitely in Mexico, like they they also have a a lot of listeners out there in, in Mexico. I think uh, what Luis kind of brought up earlier about seeing the fans go from one or two, because <laughs> I think the first time we played in San Antonio, what there was like maybe four or five people there, and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. It was like yeah. a dance night. We opened, okay. um, and then I think the most recent time where. And everything went crazy with our gear. Uh, it was packed, like the, the same same bar, same venue, same sound guy. Shout out to Eric. Um, but it's it's amazing to see that, and yeah, it's cool. It's amazing to watch it on our end too. You know, like, yeah, LA loves you for sure. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we we looked at each other right now when you said LA. We were like, mm-hmm. that's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Speaking of support, um, do your guys's family support what you do? Oh yeah, definitely. My mom has every shirt we have. Oh my god, <laughs> how cute! I um, love it. Your mom and I have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a funny story I forgot to tell you, dude. But we have this friend from LA, Sulma. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, she has a brother, and. He was, I don't know why, he flew down here and he was at Brownsville. He was here in Brownsville. Okay. And there's this like like a food truck part where my mom was having some beers and she was wearing a Twin Tribe shirt. And then that guy's like, oh, I like your your shirt. I like that band. My sister, you know, I've seen them. And then I was like, what? It's mi hijo. <laughs> it's my son. And then he's like, no way. And then my mom just called me and like, hey, there's this fan right here. And, and you know, like, I think that he knows you or something. And then they put the phone out. They're all buzzing. And I'm like, hello, who's this? And then he's just like, hey, I love your band. And I don't know what. I'm this, I'm this person. And I just thought it was so funny. Like, the guy from LA came over having some beers with my mom. That is hilarious. That is so cute. I think I love the fact that your mom called you. She's like, hey, I got your fan right here. There's some you know, fans or something right here. So proud. <laughs> I love it. That's dope. How about you, Joel? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for, for my mom, it's always she, she's always supported my, my love for music. I think if it were her way, I would have been a mariachi. <laughs> but uh, It's not but, too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not too late. And I'm a huge fan of it, uh, Juan Gabriel myself. But, um, but yeah, uh, I, I would, yeah, I would say she's completely supportive. I, I wouldn't say she like listens to all the albums or anything like that. Right. But she, she's always been very supportive of me throughout my musical career. And she just wants me to do what I love. And, and, um, I think that's, that's her, that's her contribution to, to being supportive of me. That's enough. Honestly, I that's think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful when, our families and especially our parents, you know, support what we do when they're not really, they don't really get it. They don't understand it, but they're down for it because we're doing it. I think it's just, it's beautiful and it's a different type of love and support, you know? So congratulations. That's, you guys are lucky. That's really awesome. Yeah. Like th- yeah. that reminds me of like my mom, you know, my little, my little <laughs> Mexican mother, all cute. She's and, tiny. tiny. And, 
And, um, you know, I'm all dressed in black and ready to go to a show. She's like, okay, mija, te cuidas, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you know, just super supportive. And, you know, I, I know where you guys are coming from. When you guys talk about your moms like that. Yeah, that's dope. We really, I, uh, we really hope to, to work with you in the future. We um, also do event production. And, you know, we, we, um, we host different types of events with different types of genres, punk, you know, um, dark wave. We worked with cold showers. When was that? A couple last year oh, cool. like two years ago three two years, years ago. ago yeah we worked with them and yeah but cold, cold showers was awesome and we actually wanted to work with you guys that that year we were um you guys you were already booked yeah you weren't yeah. available so yeah. we're really hoping that we can work with you sometime in the future when we can you know like we're really happy and thrilled that we have you now and thank you so much for joining us but hopefully we can work with you on a different platform and for sure for sure yeah and i think i remember that uh cat uh like you had mentioned i think it was like a convention i think um I think that's what it was, right? Um, I remember. But yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it was for uh, Women of Horror, actually. Oh, yeah, it was that. It was a Halloween a Halloween show. For sure. That sounds amazing. So maybe your moms can come. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to meet them and have a beer with them. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been uh, quite the honor, uh, especially for me. I'm a huge fan. I'm, I'm trying so hard not to fangirl right now. Yeah, but. Liz was so <laughs> stoked that you guys agreed and... And I'm, I want to thank you guys, too, because this is a, a really big deal for both of us. But Liz really has a lot of admiration for you guys. And you guys really inspire her and her music project and stuff. So so thank you guys so much for joining us and making time for this. No, oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for a great conversation. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys get abducted anytime soon, hit us up. Let us know what happened. <laughs> Invite us to the party. <laughs> Invite us um, to the party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you guys have a good night. Take care. You too. Thank bye you. Bye. Bye-bye. We want to thank you for tuning in to our recent Scary Encounter with Hazy Chaos. We hope you enjoyed it. If you are not an artist or musician but would like to share a scary encounter you've experienced, please contact us via email at hazy.chaos at yahoo.com for a chance to be featured on one of our close-to-home episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.